Welcome to Stuff My Sister Says, a podcast that follows two sisters talking about what's going on in the world with a little bit of personal stories and sisterly banter in between. I'm Kritzia. And I'm Kiana. And join us every Tuesday as we tackle interesting topics from environmentalism to what's trending on Twitter. We want to start the conversation and have our listeners finish it. Our goal is to create a community of diverse thought, funny meme sharing, and uplifting messages to evoke a space of acceptance and friendship. Hey guys. Hey guys, welcome back to Step My Sister Says. A podcast with two sisters <laughs> talking about a variety of topics. As you can see, Kritzia's annoying butt is back. Right. Um, did you miss me? Yeah, I think they did, honestly. It was very hard to hold down the podcast alone. No, but you did a good job, you know. I, I, I listened and I said, wow, look at my sister being able to keep a conscious thought for 20 minutes straight. Right. Like, small wins. Thank you, yes, small yeah. wins. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess the narrator of the episode is back, so hey, guys. (laughs) Right, I love (laughs) you, stop talking. Right, Um, so yeah, mm, let's just start with, gosh, like, I've been away for a week, and now I gotta get back into the swing of things. So, um, let's start with- Can you stop saying, um, please? (laughs) Like, you're saying, um, so much. Am I making your editing- Harder, yes, because you're like, um- Mm. What happened? You I saw a UFO? Saw a flag. <laughs> right. I thought that was a UFO. I said, <gasps> I, I mean, said, not today. Are. My According- hair looks too good to be abducted today. Guys, I just want to say, curtain, the curtain bang trend, whatever. I'm sorry. I was above that trend. In eighth grade. Okay, not eighth grade. In ninth grade, I was getting that haircut. Because I have um, I have a little bit of hair. I need proof. I need you to take a picture of your I student will. ID and, and put Kritia, it on Instagram. No, not my student ID. Oh. But because that one was a mess. Uh, but basically, I don't have a lot of hair. So what my mom would do is cut my hair in layers to make my hair look fuller. So curtain bang trend. Been there. Done that. Right. Currently and rocking I'm- my signature cut. Right now, right. Um, but I just. But wanna... I mean, we know that like all good trends are always, you know, stolen from more creative people. So they they just knew somebody took a right, time because machine. I was alive in the seventies. You were <laughs> no, but my mom yeah cut it to make my hair look fuller when right because my hair is super thin. Right, can't wait to see it on Instagram. Post a pic. No, I am. Yeah, because it looks so good. Yeah, it's gonna rain this week, so it is. Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay. Go figure that out. Okay, that was a nice little um jib. Um, not Jabria. Is he smart? <laughs> Jabria, are you smart? Yes. I am so happy that these little girls are doing such amazing things. That's all. So now let's start our episode with stuff on our mind. You've been hearing you my voice. You have to introduce the topic. Did you forget our layout? Oh, I did. I did. I'm so sorry. Je ne sais quoi me olvidé. So this week, um, I'm understanding that. Right. Okay, go. Trilingual. Shut up. What we're gonna be talking about this week is boundaries an interesting topic that because a couple of you guys and by a couple i mean like honestly like four people (laughs) wanted us to dive a little deeper and who i'm not gonna name they're anonymous anonymous people can you air them to me like mouth them no yeah so we're gonna be talking about boundaries this week and a couple of you guys have mentioned a a couple (laughs) have mentioned that you wanted us to talk about you know something a little more serious something a little deeper so why not start with something that I think everybody should have besides standards? So yeah, that's gonna be the the topic of the week. But before we get into that, let's what's been on your mind, Kiana, this week? Okay. Let's try to keep it to a minimum because your mind is crazy. Okay, I've been having physical reactions? heart palpitations and reactions to Starbucks shortages. Mm. I went to a Starbucks a couple of days ago and I asked a worker. I was just like, hey, like. 
do you know why these shortages are happening blah 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 i don't really think he gave me a clear-cut answer i don't know if they're under oath where they can't expose (laughs) where they can't expose themselves but they don't even have hazelnut yeah like for an iced coffee i got what was it? A cinnamon dolce iced coffee. Serves you right. That sounds disgusting. First of all, Christmas. <laughs> it's a Christmas drink that I ordered in the summertime. It's so sweet. And I don't even like cinnamon. I'm scarred from the cinnamon challenge. Yeah. I don't like it. And I just need Starbucks suppliers to, get it to together. figure it out. What's going on? I don't need a cherry berry peach refle- refresher, hibiscus, like tea. Like, I don't need that. I just need an iced coffee. Yeah. Because their iced coffees are so good. Mm-hmm. But that is just something I've just been physically annoyed with. Mm-hmm. Keep going. I'm just pushing this down. Why? Because it's, it's part of my new personality to flip my hair out of my face. No, but it looks dumb. Go like this. Just don't hold it down. Thank so you, big sis. sis. Thank it's you. Down. Thank you, big sis. Mm. Um. Okay. I was mm. on a rabbit hole of CNBC, and I was watching how... The CEO of One Eight Hundred got junk started. One Eight Hundred got junk. Oh. Yeah. Um. How the Canva girl got started. Canva but, was is a woman owned business. Yeah. If Good I, for she her. was she's Australian. You can really just build yourself up. Uh, if you have like a really cool business idea, and yeah, you just have to manifest it. I was just again watching I- so many things on CNBC. I saw. To people from Singapore's um, businesses scale up. It was just so exciting. What are some what What are some companies that you admired or like that their stories like it's really touched that, you? No, oh. I wasn't touched by any stories. Not I was just touched like, because nobody's touched by capitalism. And it's just like, what are you Ooh. talking about? You know what? Never mind. Delete this whole episode. <laughs> like it's what when you have a small business owner and they have and they build up their lives to run their little business or whatever. Like yeah, that's, but it's more like the human. Like you enjoy their story. That's still capitalism. Okay. A store that's selling knickknacks. That's capitalism. It is. Us doing this podcast and hoping to get some ad revenue. Yeah, is capitalism. If it's not like a ethically sourced knickknack company I, I guess what i was trying to get at is i wanted you to get a little more detail about what was so inspiring about the tech uh, company i understand it sounds, it's very general i like, understand oh you can build it up no you can build up anything that, what you? i'm saying is what can I you build anything no else? but i'm not fascinated <laughs> i'm not whatever i what i was asking is what story like you what no, businesses I was just, were you looking at you're like oh that's the cool. guy from 1-800 junk dropped out it was a different time but he dropped out of high school Mm-hmm. Um, started understood that collecting not collecting trash but yeah collecting bigger project trash not like your Tuesday pickup trash mm-hmm. wasn't commercialized and he decided to go back to college to study business but then dropped out again and he was like nah like I'm putting all my time and effort into this and he was able to create just a such a positive company culture mm-hmm. and he's just so goofy and he's like Eclectic. i'm so opposite of how i run my business because he runs his business running his business is super serious mm-hmm. but then like on a personal level it's yeah i guess he's so personable and just cre- was able to create this company culture which i thought was just super interesting mm-hmm. 
But yeah, and then Chrissy told me an article about on the Wall Street Journal. You said I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay, there was an allegedly article. an article that we will link. Know. Yeah, that we will link. Speaking about potentially how companies are going back to work, and the ten people listening to this, guys, do not allow your company to send you back to work. If you were able to work from home during this pandemic, please emphasize flex work, mm. if you can. Mm. Emphasize flex work. Mm. I, a revolution does start with just a few people. But that's what I'm saying, guys. Right. Stuff my sister says could be the revolution for flex yeah. work. <laughs> really Something be. that was already proven that could work. Yeah. That was stuff on my mind. Yeah, that, that was a lot of stuff. I'm going to keep mine uh, short and sweet. Do you want to ask me what was on my mind? Yeah. What was on your mind? Okay. It's quick. Like Kenna had mentioned in the previous episode, I went on a business trip to North Carolina <laughs> to see my best friend. <laughs> and it was so needed. I feel so rejuvenated, inspired. I'm ready to take on the world again, and I'm just ready to, what is everybody saying? Walk into this new season of my life. I've been in a new season, but now it's an even... What new season? You know, you know, like this past year and like now going on two years, I've gone through so much like growth and change, but just being at home and being in New York for so long, it was so refreshing to go somewhere else and actually yeah, be like... Yeah, and actually see it. Breathe different air, see different people, have conversations with, you know, whomsoever, and... <laughs> Yeah, and just be surrounded by people who think differently. That's cool. Yeah, so good for you. Yeah, I'm. I was whomst. Whomst. I was very sad coming back. I like that whomst. Sorry. No, take a take two more minutes. It makes process that word. Okay. Say it one more time for flavor. I was just thinking about your Twitter name was whomst. It's not anymore. It's not anymore. You can't find me on Twitter. Um. Yeah. No, it was just a great trip and happy to be back. But at the same time, definitely was the break that I needed. On behalf of me and all the pod listeners, we missed you. Yeah, you better. No, I'm kidding. And every time you say um, I feel like you're just like gulping air. Like, I am gulping air. Um. Yeah. I need to breathe. Alright. That's how I'm able to form coherent sentences. Not me forgetting the environmental fact of the week. How embarrassing. I oh thought you were good. Yeah. Oh I my god. I literally forgot. Oh, I know. Guys, because I'm really just a dictionary encyclopedia Wikipedia of environmentalism. So I know one. I know one off the top of my head. Okay, go. So let's talk about food waste really quick. Okay, did, we've never spoken about that before. I feel like we have. I don't think we have food waste or just how the mind looks at food. At Ooh. at sometimes I feel like advertising companies have put in our head that certain things have to be super perfect. You know when you're watching those McDonald's ads or Arby's or whatever, like the meat is so perfect and then when you order it, you think it's going to look like that and there's half a slice of cheese on your McGriddle. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's actually super interesting to think about because let's say you're at a farmers market and there's two crates at the beginning of the day, there's two crates of these beautiful bushels of kale Mm -hmm. so gorgeous Mm -hmm. but are you going to be the person who buys that last lonely piece of kale no in that crate why because we've been conditioned no but i'm just saying like us as humans is like oh the last one there something must be wrong with it right so he so there was a video where the guy was literally talking about i need to buy overstock of the amount of kale i know i'm Mm -hmm. gonna sell because that last one, even though it's perfectly good, will not be sold. Mm-hmm. And they will not buy it. And then that leads which to is food waste. super interesting. Yes, there will be some statistics I leave in the description. So you can see how much food is wasted just in every process. In the farming process. In the, in the sorting out 
process, the processing process when it's actually in the factory of which are going to be packaged and then also in the supermarkets because if they if anything was battered on its way to the supermarket or whatever they're tossing it, it and that's why imperfect foods came out if perfect I was just gonna if say perfect that. foods if you ever want to sponsor me individually please do and or the podcast at stuff my sister says such an amazing company mm-hmm. they and send you like a, a box full of produce and it's random produce every but it's just it's perfectly good produce with the same nutritional it just value. Has like a bruise on it. It's just like, oh, like you know, like I think a Gus. Like Gus isn't this perfect little cat teacup kitty. Yeah. Like he's really been he's out there. He's a little there. bruised and battered. He's but... bruised and battered with his little nick on his ear, saying that yeah. he's spaded or neutered, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I love him. Yeah, we, we love could him. Eat him. We would just. Yeah, not really. No. But we just love him and adore him and hold him close. So we're gonna transfer that love. To an apple with a bruise on well, it. Well, I can't eat an apple because I'm allergic. Yeah, you are allergic. That's actually really funny. Okay, I feel like we're getting away from it. Yeah, but so that was the environmental fact. Do you know, do, well, you, have like a quick, really... do you have a quick stat on how food waste uh, contributes to maybe the carbon emissions or or anything like that? Well, I think I touched on this another episode, why composting is so important mm-hmm. because food, uh, food rotting in our landfills actually produces methane gas. That was my thrown together environmental fact of the week. Great, we love the rawness, the realness. We. All right, so thank you for that fact. Um, I will no longer be wasting food. I am going to eat every single bite of my food, and I'm just going to throw away the plastic that it comes in. Right. Right. Okay, so again, this week we want to talk about boundaries. So like I had mentioned earlier, I've been having conversations this weekend and just in general, and it was interesting that everything, maybe because you know how sometimes... You're thinking about stuff and it pops up everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, a sign yeah. on the street. Somebody you hear saying that that word. Mm-hmm. Well, it, boundaries has been coming up or the word boundaries or the topic of boundaries has been continuously coming up in conversation. In case you don't know what a definition is, I'm just going to put in a simple one for you here. It reads, boundaries can be described as how emotionally close you let people get to you. They're also where you draw the line within a relationship. They say how much you're willing to give or take before requiring that things change or deciding to call it quits. Now you're taking selfies in the middle of me giving a boundary definition. I'm sorry. You should have... My hair just looks so good. That's great. Let's put a boundary between Instagram and you while we're filming. Boundaries are interesting though, right? Because for me, my boundaries can be different from yours. Other people let some things fly and other people don't Mm -hmm. let other things fly. So sometimes what I thought it was interesting, listening to other people and kind of just taking in all that information, I just think it's really interesting to see what people will and will not tolerate and how everybody's threshold is so different. And I think it's also interesting how a lot of times when people talk about boundaries, they just talk about romantic partners, boyfriend, girlfriends, however you, uh, partners, things like that. But there's also boundaries that need to be set with friends and family members and coworkers and even social media. And even though we're going to talk about boundaries, we're not going to go super in depth and like what our personal boundaries what are. What our personal yeah. boundaries are. We're just going to kind of... Because see, that's the boundary we set on social media. Yeah, that's the boundary we set. We don't want you guys to be too much in our brains. Because right. it's a little... It's a little no, my brain there. is wild. So, again, yeah. So we're going to just look at what boundaries mean for us. And a little about how we got to creating those boundaries. And mm-hmm. what we currently do to kind of just work on them. And we're just going to divide kind of the episode into three parts. We're going to look at... Uh, boundaries in romantic relationships 
We're going to look at friendships, and then we're going to... Well, look... we could do friends and family, and then, like, co-workers. Not you not having any real co-workers yet. I feel like that's I, why I've been... But like... I've had internships and stuff like that. You want to talk about co-workers? You're so obsessed with work, it's actually hilarious. You not wanting to go into the office, but then you always bring it back to work. Like, I no longer want to talk about work, but okay. Oh, we don't have to then. Okay, well, it's fine. So, Kiana, let's start with you. As a person who is now a young 22-year-old, a fresh professional, a, a, a woman of the times... <laughs> Do you, what, what do you, what's your definition of boundaries when it comes to romantic relationships? As a person also, let me add, who is very in tune with her feelings and dare I say you love love? Yeah. Okay. What's a boundary for you? How do you, how do you protect yourself? Um, I think I'm someone who, me and Chris are completely different when it comes to love. I am someone who loves so hard sometimes at fault and sometimes I end up hurting myself. Um, I think I've dealt with multiple types of people and I would like to say that I know what I'm, I know what I'm getting into every time I talk to someone. I would say I'm someone who can read people Mm -hmm. I know their intentions and sometimes I will be like that meme of DW like there's a sign here but I can't read you know um and I think that was oh it's this sign can't stop me because I can't read. yeah (laughs) um but I would say sometimes I would mm, I would test my own boundaries because I was like younger and I was still learning and I could you give an example or is that too intimate like, I can talk about it. Um, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, of No, course. I don't either. But, like, okay. There was a situation ship, first off, did not listen to myself because I'm... You are very much a relationship I'm person. I'm a relationship person, and I don't even understand why I dealt with a situation ship. I guess it was just the situation that caused it, but... I if you don't feel comfortable. No, I know, but like basically there was just this situation ship where I knew I wanted more mm-hmm. and for whatever reason the male wasn't pulling through, but I was like, Oh, like he'll pull through, he'll pull through. Like that was the one and only time that has ever happened to me. Because again, I tested my I have that boundary of I want a relationship, you know, there are certain things I will not do until we are in a relationship or until you prove to me like, oh, I can trust you a hundred percent, things like that. Mm-hmm. And with this individual, <laughs> cause sad to say I really liked him, like ill. It's not it's not No, uh, I no, <laughs> I really cared about the person and I liked them a lot where I was just like, you know what? I feel like they like me at the same level. And clearly that wasn't the case. Were you case. I was... Egg on my face. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. Egg on my face. And I was like... <gasps> like, that was the first time I was really blindsided. Like, I was like, whoa. And this was in college. Like, again, like, I'm still young. I'm still dealing with different types of people. I was bamboozled. <laughs> and from that day forward, I was like... I am not dealing with a situation ship ever mm. again because I already had that boundary even when I was young of I don't like those things and I tested it. And you know what? God, thank you for thank you for doing that to me because you went I, against yourself. I went against myself and I was like, okay. Lesson learned. Right. Lesson learned. And I think that's another thing with me 
when something happens to me, I learn from it. I am someone who is like, <laughs> this has happened. The hypothesis was proven. <laughs> you know, this is now a set rule in my life. No, negative. Like, I'm not doing that. So I guess one of my boundaries, even though we said we weren't going to talk about boundaries, is me not being about situationships. If I genuinely just want to hook up with someone or I genuinely want to do that, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to make the other person put that on me. I'm not going to... If I don't see that the person wants a relationship and I'm starting to like them, if I just can shut myself down, which I usually can't, um, but if I could close out my heart and, like, whatever, then, okay, we could do that. But most times, if I see now that they're not reciprocating, to protect myself because, again, I love super hard. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's embarrassing. I'm like, okay... Let me talk to Kritzia. Mm-hmm. Kritzia, give me a pep talk, and I'll just cut them off. Yeah. What? Okay. Once I'm done with someone, I'm done with someone. Yeah. No, like I am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think um, boundaries and self respect mm. and self love are tied? Yes, absolutely. To, okay. I couldn't uh, even finish it. Yeah. Absolutely. Self love, self respect, all those things are, and boundaries are all tied together. Mm-hmm. I think though, if you have a misstep or you know, you're still figuring things out about yourself and you slip on one of your boundaries or you didn't know, like, one of those boundaries were there, Mm. I think you should be gentle with yourself Mm. and just learn how to adjust from there because those boundaries, you have them to protect you, to set what you want in relationships, again, with any type of people. But sometimes you test them yourselves. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, I don't think you should beat yourself up over that. Um, Again, just from personal experience, I find when you beat yourself up over it, you end up blaming yourself. Mm -hmm. And we don't we don't want any self-deprecation. What is it called? Deprecation? Self-deprecation over here. Mm -hmm. You know, you want. Look at you using big words. You want self-love, self-respect. And again, you just adjust accordingly. Do you think I just I like getting your perspective because obviously we are five and a half, six years apart, depending Mm -hmm. on whatever. do you think that when you're younger, self-respect and self-love is determined, maybe as a woman, is determined by how other people perceive you? So you base your worth and, and, and how, yeah, you base your worth on how other people desire you? Does that make sense? Okay, if I'm understanding this correctly, like how you should treat yourself it's based how on how society basically sees you. you. I'm not like that because, again, in, like, high school, I would say, like, I wasn't super desired. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like, those TikToks were like, oh. Did you go to a white? Were you actually ugly or did you just go to an all-white high Yeah, school? or, like, yeah. And I think that was relevant in my life, mm-hmm. you know. I definitely did not peak in high school, but Good I... Good for you. I, yeah. I didn't peak in high school and... I think because we have such a strong mom and she puts like these core values in us in terms of like self-respect and relationships and stuff like that. No, I held on to that again. Like when I decided I wanted to test my own boundaries or test things like that was on me. That wasn't on Mm -hmm. anyone else. Mm -hmm. But I can say for other people from other conversations I've had with other women that, yeah, they feel as though that they have to lust lessen themselves or, and not put or up boundaries yeah so 
they can have a chance to enter the dating world or have a chance with a guy who's quote unquote out of your league when I see the opposite. I think when men see women with boundaries, with self-respect, because your your aura gives that off. Mm-hmm. Your aura definitely gives that off. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and I don't care if you would call yourself a 10, a 2, a 3, whatever you deem yourself, even though we're all 10s, whatever you deem yourself. I don't think society, even if you're not quote-unquote conventionally pretty, I don't think society should make you feel less than or make you feel like you need to change yourself to have those boundaries. Wow. Great answer. Very thought out. Very articulate. Um, How about you, Biz? I just think also there has... Every relationship, again, romantically is so different. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So different. And people will try and push. And people, once they get through it once, they already know it happened. So they're going to be like, oh, but it already happened. Like, let's do it again. And again. And and again. And again. And like, now you're stuck in this cycle. But again, you can still come around and be like, you know what? I messed up this time you need to respect it now. Like, I'm not budging. I'm not doing this is what I need right now. And if that person, again, respects you and loves you, they'll come around. And if they don't, that's crazy. Like, goodbye. No, if, if they don't, then that means then, that you walk away. Yeah, like, but the, the, I, trash, the trash takes itself out. Yeah. Please always know that. Yeah. Um, In one way or another. Yeah, the trash does leave. What um, is your sense of... Because you're older, you definitely have lived more life than me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Relate boundaries in relationships for you. Guys, preface, Kritia is more cutthroat than me in relationships. Yes. Like, that's I believe in second chances. Kritia is and I like... Don't. And that's yeah. my boundary. That's yeah. my boundary. Um, which is but guys, like, change behavior. Like, there's so many things. There's so it's many not things. like someone could spit on my face and I'm like, ah, yes, do it again. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, unless no. you're into that, you know, like... Yeah, whatever. unless you're into that, but it's very much like that my second chances are very select right um for me i think it's taken when it comes to romantic relationships to not to like get too too into it and like in we're setting that boundary of not not letting you guys in too much no just having this a personal boundary yeah our whole lives don't have to be aired out right anyways so when it comes to romantic relationships partners in the beginning, when I was younger, boundaries were I just really... think of my boo when you're like, younger you were my... Okay, All right. You, you did? Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Now, at my big age of 28, and just going through all this stuff for the past two years, my boundaries are so clear in my mind. And I like to look back. I always look back, and it's actually really annoying. I wish I could live more in the present, and I've been right. working on that. But I always look back to see what I could have changed what I did wrong, and what are things that I will no longer allow. But like you said, I give myself some grace because I was young, you know, 21, 22, 19, and kind of discovering myself and discovering self-respect, self-love, self-worth, and kind of seeing where I, the situations that I put myself in where now as an adult, I reflect and I say, hmm, I was operating from a place of, having low self-respect, low self-love, low self-worth. And I feel like once I've recognized those things, which I think everybody, male, female, you know, they, them, everyone needs to recognize and acknowledge that part of you because nobody's perfect. Then you can start doing the work to set those boundaries. 
Um, for me, a big thing with emotional and romantic relationships is people, people who know me may not, they'll maybe like, oh, whoa, like I would have never expected that, but I am the person that gets emotionally dumped on. So people, cause I genuinely like to listen but to like, people. like I know, like I see that. My sister is so, how do you say it? Like so empathetic, so genuine. She genuinely listens to people. Like she tries to understand so many angles where she allows people to feel comfortable to mm-hmm. talk to them as opposed to a lot of other people who genuinely don't listen to other and people. Just, like, They're wait just for their turn. wait for their turn to talk. So I think that's also another thing. You Again, you give out that aura of just genuinity. I don't know if that's a word. Mm. Webster, <laughs> let us know if that's a word. Where people feel like they could trust you. Yeah. And they're not wrong. Yeah. And you just always have this elevated answer for why they're feeling. Like, the way you know how to connect things has even helped me be like be more self-aware. Yeah. You just have that gift, honestly speaking. Thank not you. even, like, gassing you, because you'd be annoying. But. Yeah, I'd be annoying, and my head be kind of big. Yeah, again, I just know that in the, the position that I put myself in relationships always is to have, to give that person the emotional space to throw all their problems and all their issues and and give solutions and be someone to lean on and be that person for their all all the time there are situations where you know i've left my house to go help someone in the middle of the night or you know i've stopped everything that i needed to do to go help that person because i genuinely at that time did deeply care for them and i realize now i never received that same emotional support back without like when I come into it, it's with, I don't expect anything. There's yeah. no ill intention. Yeah. But when I open myself up and, and things like that, you know, it always comes, it always came at a cost. And it always came as a, they had an ulterior an, an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. And they always, you know, would pry and be like, well, why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me things? And why don't, why this, why that? I'm like, you don't ask. Yeah. You don't dig. You don't. You don't look f- for anything besides you know what is in front of you. While I do ask questions, I yeah. do want to know. I want to pick your brain. And I think you're someone who needs like a deep, also emotional level to, for you to be attracted to someone. To someone, I think you have to be intellectually like stimulated. Yeah, that's something very tough for you. And I think the people in the past, for you and guys, we can talk about this because we talk about you know, relationships and stuff like this. Um, I just think the men in your life are dumb. Like, yeah. they actually, like, have no emotional intelligence. Yeah. Again, I was saying the men she dealt with. I'm not saying all men, so yeah. relax. <laughs> Put the pitchforks down. Yeah. Like. Relax. Yeah, but I think they've genuinely just been dumb, and they haven't, and they didn't understand, like, the jewel that they had in front of them. We don't have to get into, like, yeah. No. All that. <laughs> No, but I'm saying they didn't. No, they didn't realize the person that they had in front of them. Yeah, you know, and that's where again your self love, your self respect came in and was like, you know what, loser, it's time to go. You know, and you don't deal with that anymore. Yeah, but again, just going back, that's one of the main things that I set when it comes to to boundaries. It's just I can no longer be that emotional dumping ground for you. Anymore. Right, you ain't one eight hundred, God junk. No, I. Wow, that <laughs> wow, was bringing it back. Yeah. 
I'm not a therapist. I can't save you. I I think every person needs to go to therapy, work through their, their stuff, no matter how big and small, and maybe not feel so inclined to throw all of their traumas and stuff on their partner because everybody has a different threshold onto what they can and can't handle. Yeah. And, you know, some person can probably deal with something really heavy as trigger warning, maybe, you know, abuse. Yeah. Or, and some people can't. They can't hear those stories. And, it's and that's not, not their fault. Yeah, and it's not, your partner is not, not being supportive if they just genuinely, like, not, like can't have those really dark, yeah. like, that could put them in a dark place, you know? And hopefully your partner understands and they know what they can and they can't handle and they set that boundary with you and say, hey, I can't have this conversation with you, but let's go to therapy together. I can sit outside with you. Yeah, I'll you pick go. you up, drop drop you off. You want Starbucks? Right. Not hazelnut because they ain't got nothing. Right. Honestly, y'all want Dunkin'? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. And, yeah, I think, yeah, that's one of, like, the main things that I've learned and a boundary that I've set. And, you know, maybe, I mean, and then there's obvious things. Like, if somebody doesn't put in that effort to like see you or text you or, or talk to you that you know you have to say hmm is that good for me and if it's not good for me let me walk away a person that cheats on you are you willing to you give know, them a second give chance. them a second chance or no like there's just so many things that happen in this life with relationships we can't go through every single one but those are two big main ones that we've individually encountered even yeah. though we spoke mad big about it yeah okay let's chat about coworkers super quick don't tell your coworkers anything it's a doggy dog world okay don't trust them okay right um keep it professional yeah maybe you don't have to add all all of your coworkers on instagram because yeah you know and not everybody is your friend true no tea no shade but you know you kind of start to realize hmm maybe this person shouldn't know you know what i get into Thursday night. Maybe she doesn't need she or she. Why or are you me. typing while you're? Because my computer turned off. Is that okay? Huh? I need to, <laughs> we need to put a boundary between you and me. That's that's what I really want to touch right. on. Right. All right, coworkers. Anyways, <laughs> that's it. I like, mean, like coworkers is quick. It's either you like them and you feel safe enough to give them your in- information, your Instagram. You don't care. You may even put them on close friends. Cool. Whoop whoop. Like, or not. You know, like not everybody is entitled to your time and your space. That's a thing. <laughs> that needs to be quote of the year. No, that's true. I think once people realize that you going back to relationships really quick, blocking people. Great. Please. That is, I tell everybody block your ex. If you are done, no longer needs access to you. Yeah. I, I never understood. They're going to see how good I'm doing. They're going to see how hot I got. They're going to, who cares? Right. Who cares, mama? You're done. Yeah. There is no reason. He, she, it, whatever, whoever it is, should not get a glimpse of you. Should not see your new energy, your new body, your new intel. Nothing. Don't give them access to anything. Because if they were, if they cared about you, if they were worthy enough for you, they would still be there. Right. But guess what? They're not. Right. And that's it. I, I never understood that. Oh, I'm just going to mute them. No, that's it. The inner peace that you find and block them on all but socials. See, and that's crazy because some people like, some people like, 
I completely like. Oh my god, enclosure! Up. Oh my god, no, no we got. That's yeah. gonna be a completely different. No, episode. but with this, even though we jumped back, there are some people I still follow, and then like, yeah, there are some people I block. For me, that doesn't really bother me if we ended like amicably. Amicably, mm-hmm. like I'll still follow an ex, but if they hurt me, wronged me again in my own version of it, oh, absolutely, they're being blocked. Yeah, I just don't think. Um... If you're going to be great, I believe in low-key, like, evil eye and all that stuff. I feel yeah. that, you know, you... And it's it sucks, right? Because you can block someone and then they know someone that, you, you know, mutual. They can screenshot, send it, whatever. But I think people do throw negative energy, negative vibes, negative whatever to other people. So instead of allowing that to happen... Just block. Just block. But again, situations are different for everyone. I like to just cut things off. You may be like, I'm going to mute them because I want to see what's up. Yeah. Whatever your boundary is, I respect it. How about there, that one? There you go. Okay. okay. How about let's let's touch on friendships. Okay. How do you feel? I don't know. All the friends in my life are lit. And like... <laughs> you have no boundaries with any of your friends. You talk about everything. You do everything. Like it's very... Mm. Do you feel like you're just... You have a very healthy group of friends. I, you have don't need to su- I have such a healthy group of friends. It's disgusting. Like that's, it's, No, that's amazing. Like... You know how hard that is to find? I know. Like, every single one of them that I consider either my best friend or in my close-knit group are people I can genuinely talk about anything with. And I know they're not throwing evil eye. I know that they'll give me genuine advice. I know I'm not being judged. I'm not... I know, like, I can pour my heart out and they're not going to be like, girl, just shut up. Like, they're not (laughs) like that. I have... Right. (laughs) SZA. I have, I've been blessed with just such an amazing group of friends. Like, I don't know how it's real. and But, again, that was going through a lot of trial and error. There was a time in my life where I had no one. Yeah. Like, I had, I crazy. started from zero. Scratch. And it was the best thing that has ever happened to me. Because com- it completely changed me as a person. And it finally put into perspective that not everyone you don't need to talk to everyone you don't need to be in every single group you do not need to be invited to every single hangout all the friendships that i have i do not talk to any of my friends every day so so there's not one person i guess that's a boundary i put if i if all my friendships are low maintenance. If yeah. I, I cannot have high maintenance friendships, you know why? Because to me, that gives you're not doing enough for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not out getting a bag. You're not out <clears throat> doing things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. You're not prioritizing yourself. Why are you on your phone all the time talking to people? Yeah. You can't meditate. You can't read a book. Like you can't start a podcast. Honest, you can't start a podcast. Honestly, all my closest friends are just bag chasers, baddies. Just people that... The, the triple Bs. The triple Bs. What's the third B? Bouncing. <laughs> Bouncing booties. All of them. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Like, I just am so happy with the people that I chose to be surrounded with. Because, again, that situation that I had no one made me be super selective with the people I bring into my life and again I'm so glad that I had to start from zero because it forced me to really nitpick who I want and you're not being a bad person for not dealing with everyone's crap yeah you can be selective with the people around you because I'm sorry the 
five people that you surround yourself with most are going to be a reflection of you. Like, yeah, <clears throat> you are not going to tell me you're not influenced by your friends. Right. Right. That's human nature mm-hmm. to be influenced by the people that you're surrounded with. Yeah. And that's my boundaries with friends. Get better friends. Right. Get better friends that you can really talk to about anything and will not be thrown in your face. Right. Two minutes later. Right. Um, for me, again, just going back to my trip to North Carolina, putting things in perspective, no tea, no shade to like any of my friends or my acquaintances and stuff. But I realized that at heart, I, in college, I walked in as an introvert and I forced myself, I will never forget this conversation that I literally had with myself walking onto my college campus saying, you are not going to be the person that you were in high school. You are going to force yourself to talk to people, force yourself to, to really get out of your shell. And that's exactly what I did. Um, but at heart, I know I am an introvert and I'm a person who can be alone. And for a long time, I was going against myself and I was, I've had fun. Let's just say that my group of friends, woo, we can have fun. We have so many great memories together. So there's so much, you know, I, I have a friend group who no, is your down, group is lit. it's lit, like they're funny. They're down with the yeah. antics. They're protective. They're, they're just genuinely, they're great people. But what I realize now going into, you know, becoming older and again, the pandemic, the trip to North Carolina, just seeing things from a different perspective, I realized that to protect myself, to kind of set a boundary, I do have to pull myself back. Um, And it's nobody's fault, but I just realized that that's what I need. I need more time for myself. I need more time to have deeper conversations. I need more time to focus on the things that are going to get me to to that next step. And I realized that I was wasting a lot of time, wasting a lot of potential, wasting a lot of myself because I, again, wasn't listening to myself and I just was going, going, going. And I moved according to how other people moved and I didn't know how to say no. And now I, I'm learning that. Through that journey, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to go to everything. I don't have to be in... I used to have such bad FOMO and, and be like, yeah. oh my God. I'm, but now it's come to a point where... There's nothing I shouldn't have fear of missing out yeah. when I don't want to be there to begin with. Yeah. You know, and finding that has really given me inner peace and just has given me the ability to realize what I do and I don't want. And again, like I have low maintenance friendships where I, I don't talk. I, there's a, a handful of people that I talk to every day. And if I don't talk to a person every day, I'm assuming that they're fine. And I hope that they know that if something comes up and they really need me, I'll do whatever I can in my power to be there. Because that's one thing. I, When it comes to friendships, my boundaries are still so... I'm still working through mm-hmm. them and setting those boundaries because I never... Like, my sister was super popular in high school and middle school and all these things. Well, I wasn't. I was like... Middle school. Like, no, but yeah. you were popular because yeah. you did sports. You know, you were very outgoing. Like... You were a but ball see that of popularity energy. had many fakes around me. Yeah, and but I you would, learned that. Yeah, later. and I would do, and I would, you know, prioritize unhealthy relationships for myself. And again, when I had to start from zero, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Not everyone who laughs with you is for you or yeah. in your corner. My and job, well, and well, the opposite was for me. I never really had that group of friends until after I kind of left college and I kind of reconnected with some people from high school and like made friends in college that I started to realize. Um, 
Oh, realize, realize, realize. I started to see like, oh, okay, this is what's good for me. This is what's not good for me. But, you know, forming friendships and maintaining friendships. I'm like, oh, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And again, just going through people, meeting people and losing people has just shown me like friendships. The people who understand you will stay and the people who don't will walk away and which is fine which is fine follow the yellow brick road hey follow the yellow brick road uh-huh follow 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 follow, follow the yellow brick road how did not that go? you it's... being flat too flat okay yeah. not me not, um, ear. not everyone you lose is a loss yeah not in my job right. these are definitely quotable quotes on google yeah <laughs> or whatever we found these on google Guys, okay the i final think one. i think there's going to be another episode on how to create that self-love, self-respect, and boundaries. Because, I mean, if you want to know. No, because it's going to take, like, another hour. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Quickly, do you want to talk about boundaries uh, that you should set with your family? <sighs> no? Me and Kiana have no boundaries. Kiana doesn't <laughs> allow me to set a boundary. Let's do this quick, because I have a lot to say. <laughs> Kiana does not let me breathe. Kiana does not respect a, a lot board. <laughs> Kiana does not respect two in the morning, I'm sleeping, and she's just got Chris home. is my best. Yeah, Kiana does not respect that's my That's like bed. a built-in best friend. You know, like, a best friend that you'll never lose, like, no matter how much you poke, like, that's Gritzia. Yeah, that's really me. And, like, and that's you to me, too. Yeah, God really put... But, like, I don't bother We wouldn't be friends, though. In, in real life. In real life. If we weren't born in this situation, I would have... She wouldn't have even looked at me. I wouldn't have. I would have been like, that girl is... Yeah, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> that psychopath, I'm good. Right. Uh, but I think we don't have a boundary with each other, and it's always really interesting, and... I may have said this before and may have not. It's always interesting when people kind of look at us and they say, you two are too close. And it's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. If I'm not close, for me, if I'm not close with my sister, who am I supposed to be close to? <laughs> right. If I'm not always like looking for her or talking to her or just like sitting next to her on TikTok, whatever, who am I supposed to do that yeah. with? You know, like you said, like we, honestly, like we balance each other out so well because yeah. you are truly... <laughs> And I'm just chilling in the corner, just, you know, moving my butt a little to the side to get back into that comfortable position. Yeah. The patience that I have with you is truly unmatched. The way I can keep up with your crazy thoughts is truly unmatched. Like, that has actually helped me be able to listen to other people who have similar thought processes in yeah. you and be like, oh, no, I completely understand you. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you got it. Yeah. Um, but I think if we were lucky enough that we weren't close and then we got so close that yeah. now we just don't have boundaries with each other. and. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, is it unhealthy? And other times I'm kind of like, mm, who cares? No, some t- I think as we're getting older, sometimes, like, yeah, we don't need to be in every crevice of everything. Yeah. But we're both starting to learn that. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, if Kritzi doesn't want to tell me something right away, I'm like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And I need to back the hell up yes. and give Kritzi the time to come to me and talk to me if she wants to talk to me about it. Which I eventually will. And vice versa, right? Yeah. Um, but for now, we have boundaries now. Yeah. Some. Yeah, no, no, we... But outside people coming in and, like... We get... But we get we that get, often. We get that from so many outside people in general of just being, like, you guys are so close. Like, it's so weird. Like, oh, I'm just, like, guys, maybe if you, like, try to get to know your sibling... Your sibling should be in your corner. Like, though, that's someone who's... That's literally, like, a built-in wall to catch you person to catch you if you not you saying wall to catch whatever (laughs) that's like a person who was literally there to like catch you when you fall or to help you when you're down 
That's why like, me and Chrissy could literally fight. Like, you know, you're mad annoying, blah, blah, blah. You're so self-centered, blah, blah, blah. But literally two hours later, I'm like, I smile and I'm like, hey, bitch. Like, hey, hey, how, how you doing? doing? And then we're like, we're yeah. like okay, are we going to eat pizza for dinner? Yeah, but that's just like in-house family. I think with outside family also, I guess extended family, um, I, you're not going to get along with any, not not anyone everyone and i think it is good to like set boundaries with you know extended family yeah um, i put i think also we're we're talking from a healthy environment if you oh, come yeah. from a toxic family yeah this is we un, we fortunately cannot tell talk about that a because, toxic family because we don't have a toxic family we, we don't we are very close with our extended family and our uh, and primate, yeah, yeah and our parents and stuff like that but i think in general though like since we are like we're so close with our mom too but we've both come to realize that we do need to set boundaries with her because we're she, just so different yeah and she does in her own way influence the way that we make certain decisions and how we move and it's not a bad thing but Sometimes, you know, Kiana especially, she will, Kiana goes against the grain. She's always gone against the grain. While I definitely fall more, maybe because I am the older, the yeah. oldest child, and there's that little thing yeah. inside me where it's like, I have to please my mom. I have to please my parents. Even if I don't think of it, like, yeah. you know, but like consciously, sub- subconsciously, subconsciously it's there. And then you add another layer of, like, respect and being from a Dominican household and yeah. all these other layers. You know, when people are like, why don't you just tell your parent fuck off and it's like i will never do that i would literally be kicked out of the house i kicked out of the house i would get slapped yeah like floorboards out floorboards out like if i were ever to say to my mother or just shut up at my big age of 28 shut up or shut up at my big age of 28 it's over for me but that's like again that's a boundary that my mom has set between us and her like she always says we are not friends we're not friends yeah but we can come to her and talk to her yeah. but i think both of us re- especially being in the house over oh, <laughs> a year or two years and it's just been non-stop we were forced to set those boundaries we were forced to set these boundaries and i think it shook my mom a little bit and it was a little jarring to her at first but i think it's starting to help her realize like oh these are two grown women that i have brought up and you should tr- and you should trust yourself enough that you did a good job with us yeah mom this is for you but this like is this is you. also for the audience yeah so yeah those are boundaries with family for us is hard boundaries with our parents are harder to set because we are so in like ingrained or like in family is just really important to us exactly we've never and had think- a reason not to trust our family we've never yeah. had bad experiences with our parents yeah because they have always been people who were there. I could be, my leg could be broken in Antarctica and my parents are coming to get me. Yeah. Like, they're just the type of people who have never wronged us. So we have always felt safe enough to go to them and talk to them. Our extended family, we're very close to our extended family. Like, if they need anything, they know they could call us. If we need anything, we know that we can, we can show up them. to their house at one in the morning and yeah. they will be there again just like oh. a really healthy dynamic am i telling i don't but again like we don't really talk to our extended family about our relationships or like anything it's really just like school and like if we do need like adult advice like we also can go with them but i guess yeah we just we just try to keep it very familiar with them what, keep it as a, at a family basis what, and and you know they don't dictate what we do or no. how we move. They And they don't make suggestions or anything like that. But I think... Unless we ask them. Unless we ask. 
But I think Which that's, I like that a lot. About yeah, them. I think our family though is just naturally like that. I think everybody, we are together, but at the same time, unless they ask for an opinion, nobody gives an opinion yeah. unless there's a health issue or something grave that needs to really be taken yeah. care of. But again, we are fortunate enough to have a healthy family and the boundaries that we have are mostly... Are well, mutual. Yeah. They don't really pry and we, we don't, don't really, really, unless it's dire, we need advice, yeah. things like that. What I just so, said, but okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I just summed it up. Thank you. Put a little ribbon on it. But again, like if you are, you know, you do come from a, a toxic family or an unstable family. Oh, absolutely. Like that, you... You do not need to have those people in your life. Yeah. Oh, but sometimes it's easier said than done. But of course, like the... The boundary that you have but to set. But if it's super toxic and they feel as though that they don't want them in their life, I'm just saying it's valid to not have That's them in really, their life. So, um, just to kind of end off this episode. I like this episode. I kind of think it was fun. I feel like it was very, yeah. you know, off rip. Yeah. So we want to end this episode with a quote that I found on Tumblr, funny enough. Um, I tried to Google where it was from, but I couldn't come up with the answer. So, full credit to whoever wrote this. And the quote says... <clears throat> Boundaries have nothing to do whether you love someone or not. They are not judgments, punishments, or betrayals. They are purely a peaceable thing. The basic pr principles you identify for yourself that define the behaviors that you will tolerate from others, as well as the responses you will have to those behaviors. Boundaries teach people how to treat you, and yep. they teach you how to respect yourself. Yep. And with that, let's do our questions to leave you with. Yeah. Do you guys have boundaries set up for yourself? Do you allow others to dictate what other... Hmm. Hmm. Not me not knowing how to read. Um, do you allow others to dictate what does and doesn't work for you? Are you afraid of settling these boundaries? Of because setting these boundaries? Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you afraid of setting these boundaries because they're... Oh, my... Guys, it's really crazy. Like, I was looking at a bag of, like, kettle chips, and, like, I couldn't read kettle. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Yeah, girl. I need to go to a neurologist. Yeah. Are you afraid of settling the... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Oh, my God. Let's start it from the top. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Are you afraid of setting... I zoomed in my computer. <laughs> the font was too small. Are you afraid of setting these boundaries because they may be a risk of... There may be a risk What of the... Yo. No. Are you afraid of setting these boundaries because there may be a risk of losing people close to you. Are you afraid of setting these boundaries because there may be a risk of losing people close to you? My anxiety just hiked. Peaked? Hiked. Okay. And peaked. <laughs> Mountaintop. Mount Everest. Up there. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Quayhog. <laughs> What's the song that Labyrinth wrote? He has, like, albums. Yeah, but something about a mountaintop or, oh, Mount Everest Inca ish on me. Yeah, right. All right, guys, you know our outro. Peace. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Please leave a review, and we'll be sure to shout one of you guys out next week. Guys, go to Apple Podcasts, and please leave a review. Or and can DM you, like, us. Can, guys, this is our call to action. What? I need you guys to share this with people. Yeah, if you're... Make your mom listen, your yeah, dad, uh, make, yeah. make your grandma, make it, your cousins... Force people. Just tell them. Look at these two. Listen to these two psychotic people just talking yeah. into a mic and hoping for the if best. If you They're enjoy kind of funny. us, yeah, we get. I us. mean, if you don't, like, that's fine. No, like, I by, get by, it. by by, I said season nine. By episode nine, you should know if you vibe with us or not. Yeah, but I hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, I love your podcast." So share it. So share it. That's so our. Right. So post it on your Instagram. So, so post it on your Instagram. Come on don't now. Be, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. Uh,
Um, don't forget to follow our socials at Stuff My Sister Says Pod on Instagram. I will be back with a new episode next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, just to say, Ariana Grande just dropped a shut up. OV and that shut up music. Shut up. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, guys.